the crucial mindset traits that every leader should have on today's episode. You are listening to the Champion Hustle Podcast. Play to succeed in business and in life. Featuring Levi Hunsaker and Ryan Black. Hello there and welcome to the Champion Hustle Podcast. This is episode number 61. My name is Ryan Black. And my name is Levi Hunsaker. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Levi. So, why why is this important? Um, I'll I'll just throw that out there and ask you. Why is what important? This podcast, leadership, or mindset traits? E, all of the above. <laughs> well, um, I feel a little bit of deja vu coming on here as we're having this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are we going to let him in on a, on the little secret? Maybe we will. It's, it's important. Um, when you are doing a podcast, it is important that you actually download the files after you record them. <laughs> uh, it's funny how that works, but actually in our defense, I believe this is the first episode. Isn't this the first episode that we've had to re-record because it is, we actually. didn't have the files. So... Uh, we had a little change in schedule, and we actually pre-recorded this uh, this episode because we went out of town. And um, anyways, forgot to download the files, and now they're gone. So here we are again. This is take the, two. <laughs> the tool only held them for a certain amount of time. But um, some lessons learned out of that. Uh, maybe have different backup mechanisms and uh, download the files immediately. Yes, yeah. Which, I mean, it's not that big a deal. We're like, okay, we can do this again. It's, uh, I mean, the podcast episodes are pretty much a friendly conversation anyways. And uh, we still got our notes. So we're good to go. So this is, this is version two. This is uh, something special. Episode 61, 2.0. Absolutely. You know, you talk about, you know, so mindset. Mindset traits obviously are important. We focus a lot on mindset and um, because that's crucial to anything in life, any type of success, particularly when it comes to leadership, it's very important because um, you have to lead by example and you can't ask other people to be in a position or do things that you haven't yourself done. So you've got to experience it for yourself. And um, yeah, if you're, if you're maybe not pleased with the results that you're getting with your team, it's an opportunity to look in the mirror and say, how can I improve? How can I become better so that I can be a more effective leader so that my followers can be more effective followers? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, the idea around leadership is about continual growth. So we, we recently did an episode, Can I Constant and Never-Ending Improvement? That's uh, a concept that Tony Robbins talks a lot about. But it's so important for a leadership to focus on moving forward. Whatever that direction is, figure out your vision and move forward in that direction. Because if you, I, I personally don't believe that there's anything, any standing still in business or in life. You're either growing or you're dying yeah. in, in whatever area it is that we're talking about. And so we wanna be, be focused on a growth area so that we're not going backwards. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Sometimes folks think, oh, well, we're just kind of 
we're just kind of idling. We're just sitting here. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> if you're not. If you're not growing, if you're not moving forward, you're going backwards because there's a lot of forces that are trying to work against you. And so it's, it's one or the other. You don't Isn't that like be... idling on a San Francisco hill with no brakes? Yeah, that wouldn't... Uh... <laughs> Or trying to go down Lombard Street without brakes, that would be bad, right? I think that's what's called Lombard Street, the super no. windy road. No, es bueno. Yeah, that would be. A bad <laughs> that's day. a bad deal. <laughs> Don't want to do that. So yeah, so this is a. Oh, before we dive into the topic, we could remind folks: uh, championhustle.com is the place where you can go to get all of uh, you know links and stuff to subscribe on the different platforms, and. Um, yeah. And to get access to our seven-day quick start boot camp. Booyah. It's free. been a while since we talked about that. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely free. Just jump in there, sign up, and and uh, take your business to the next level, whether that's the first level or the next level. Yep, whatever. And there are lots of levels. So there's lots of next levels. Level infinity. <laughs> and and that was a terrible <laughs> pronunciation. I, I speak English real good. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> uh, with that, let's dive into the kind of the some of the the top traits that we have collected that we think are important to talk about. I guess I'll kick us off. I'll start off with us. Now I've got now I've got the Levi. It's contagious. Speech through the interwebs. Speech abilities here. Um, that's your superpower today. Apparently, it's it given that to everybody. Um, and you that are is. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I've been spending way too much time with you over the last week. It's uh, you're rubbing off on me. Is to get comfortable with uncertainty uh, as a leader. Get comfortable with uncertainty. Uh, you know, sometimes, especially when we're we're working towards a common goal or a very clear, you know, objective or you know, a project or you know, performance milestone or something like that. Um, we kind of want to have everything lined up. We want to know all the outcomes. We want to kind of plan for every contingency. And that's simply not possible. Uh, in order to be an effective leader, you really need to be okay with not knowing and with saying, hey, there's going to be some big variables. Be what they may. They're going to come along. And um, it, uh, it is what it is. Right and be able to <laughs> simply grab the bull by the horns, figure it out. Not get stressed, not get flustered, but say, "Hey, let's. We will find a solution, and we'll find one fast, calmly." Yeah, that that right there. For a lot of people, if you're sitting here and you're thinking, "Man, that's just not my jam. I'm I'm not going to be good with that at all." Uh, I'll tell you right now, I get you. Uh, I have been. Uh, clinically trained is that the right word clinically sure. uh, deranged maybe uh, as an engineer and as an engineer we try to figure out every possible problem before it ever happens like <laughs> we're trying to design a perfect system and there's no such thing in in all reality um, and so there are different uh, design mechanisms and things but but this is something that I continually have to work at every single day. So I get it if you're like, ah, I, I'm uncertain that I like uncertainty because I don't necessarily like it, but I have to work at getting comfortable, comfortable with it every single day. And it is work. 
Yeah, and it's it's easy when things go smooth. It's easy when <laughs> it's easy when everything is mapped out in front of you. Uh, <laughs> that's not leadership. That's called easy. So that's uh, called do, following someone else's plan. Yeah. So get comfortable with the uncertainty. What else? Um, you've got to have a plan to enroll your team. And and what do I mean by enroll? Enroll means, yeah, en enroll is that they are signing themselves up for something, whatever that turns out to be. If it's, hey, this is the vision for our company, this is the vision for this project, this is the vision for this team, and they either decide to, hey, I'm going to self-select myself for this, or you know what, I'm going to bow out. Uh, there's a great book called The Energy Bus, and... I'm drawing a blank on who the author is, but check out the energy bus because it actually talks about this thing, this concept of enrolling people into your vision. And John as a leader, Gordon. John Gordon, there you go. And as a leader, if you do not have a vision, because they have no clue on what they're go where they're going, unless you have already built some influence and they might follow you for a little bit. But if you're wandering aimlessly, they're going to eventually lose interest. So you've got to have a plan and work to communicate that plan to enroll your team in that same vision so that you're all working together and moving forward. You know, and one thing that may seem counterintuitive, but it's not, that it goes along with that is saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. We don't know the outcome, but we're going to do it anyways and I have confidence that it's going to go well, and then getting everybody else on board is accepting the fact that you are not always right. <laughs> because <laughs> half the Dang time, or maybe, or maybe more, uh, you go through all those steps, and then it falls flat on its face. And so... Or, uh, and and let's, not, let's not get dark there. Uh, it just may not perform the way that you expect it to. Or it could a, fail miserably. That's true. <laughs> I mean, but it's all a learning opportunity. So that's where you get to evaluate yes. and adjust. Exactly. And, um, and so that really comes down, I think, you know, the importance of, of humility, the importance of being able to realize, hey, I don't always have all the answers. Um, I'm willing to give things a shot, take a shot in the dark and do what we can. Uh, but it's not, if, you, if it doesn't work, it's, it's cool. It didn't work. Let's try something else. And so, uh, you know, accepting that you are not always right and being willing to take that feedback, uh, you know, from others, whether it be, you know, employees or team members or, uh, you know, customers or vendors, whoever is, will be very, very beneficial as you are working in leadership. Oh, you know what? One thing that we talked about the first time we recorded this episode, <laughs> <laughs> remember when is, it, for those people who, who are listening to this episode, and they're like, uh, I don't need leadership in what I do, right? My, my line, my business or my line of work just uh, simply doesn't require leadership. So I'm going to call BS on that. Yes. Because no matter what, um, you, you're always leading a team. You might be a team of one, but you're mm -hmm. leading a team. You have to start by leading yourself, and and a lot of that comes into uh, being 
persistent, being committed, taking action, and moving things forward, and then inspiring others to follow. You don't. It's it's not about commanding or mandating others to follow. Um, any anyone who calls themselves a leader and has to mandate something is not a leader because you have no influence. Leadership is built around influence and being able to that that idea of enrolling, uh, that idea of people feel safe and free to come with new ideas, even if that opposes your ideas, because that allows for growth and masterminding and new ideas to flourish. Yeah, I agree. Um, so continuing. Oh yeah. So the next one is actually kind of a combination of the, the previous two. So if you're looking at it, um, a great leader, and this is a, this is a book that I'm just about wrapping up from John Maxwell. It's called Great Leaders Ask Great Questions. And so I'm going to say ask great questions. Now, a lot of this is how do you enroll someone? Do you enroll somebody by telling somebody they have to do something? Again, that mandate concept. Or do you enroll people by asking great questions and letting them make their own decisions? You let them make their own decisions. Otherwise, you won't have buy-in. <laughs> Anybody that decides on their own to do something is going to be way more productive, uh, way more invested in whatever the outcome is than somebody that's told they have to do it. So they've got to be able to decide on their own. And asking great questions is, your, A, you already know that you're in like this uncertainty territory. And so... You're just exploring new options, new possibilities, new ideas. You're asking great questions. You're getting some of the best minds on your team to throw out their ideas and putting it all together. And that shows that you trust your team as well by you know, letting them have that contribution into where the team is headed together. It's also important to remember that he who asks the questions controls the conversation. That's true. If you're not, if you're not uh, getting the answers you're looking for, or the results you're looking for, or there's, you know, a challenge that just keeps presenting itself, I would say you're asking the wrong questions. <laughs> Change the questions you're asking, and then you will find the answer. Yep. Uh, another trait that I think is important is would be that of setting proper expectations with those uh, those folks around you. Obviously, um, you know, we, we hope for the best, we plan for the worst. And um, particularly if, if you're going through a situation or, uh, you know, whatever, whatever you're happening to, to do that um, maybe is higher risk, maybe has a very uncertain outcome, um, I think letting people know beforehand, hey, this is what we're dealing with so they can... Uh, properly you can properly manage those expectations it's better to under promise and over deliver rather than vice versa and so uh, sometimes in you know because we're so enthusiastic or so excited about uh, you know trying something new or or you know we're, we have so much faith in in what it is that we're you know the product that we're bringing to market or whatever it happens to be that uh, we get a little wrapped up 
and uh, sometimes oversell things a little bit. So it's important to properly manage those expectations, see potential, see opportunity, uh, yet at the same time, help people understand the, uh, you know, the pros and cons, the risk reward, so that they're not, uh, you know, sadly dis- disappointed. So an example for that would be, um, you know, uh, like a new startup. If you've got a new startup and you've got folks that are working on your team and maybe your goal is, uh, you know, an IPO or is it simply just to hit specific uh, you know, performance numbers uh, or bring, you know, a specific product or service to market, whatever it is. Got to manage expectations of, hey, this is our vision. This is what we're going to, this is what we're trying to achieve. This is the timeline we think it's going to happen in. Could take longer. It could happen never. That's yeah. the risk and, of doing this. And and the funny thing about happiness is it's all about communicated expectations. So, uh, you know, our, our own personal happiness, if we're sitting there, we have this 24-7 conversation going on inside our own head. And so we're communicating our own expectations to ourselves. Uh, those expectations might be that I'm going to sit and binge Netflix for five hours tonight. Or it might be that I'm going to get my butt to work and accomplish these three tasks. And I'm going to focus more on the accomplish, the creation. That's when the growth happens. And, uh, you know, if you can do those same things with your team and set those expectations, it's it's really hard for somebody to to not be okay with whatever the result turns out to be. Because they knew that going into it. And, and it's, it's a fine line between you've got to set those expectations, but you've also got to inspire your team. And so it's got to be both. And right. uh, because it's going to take the hard work to get there, but the expectations have to be clear as well. Um, as a leader, you know, we talk a lot about growth. And, and a lot of people will say, well, I'm not a leader. Well, if you actually take a step back and think about it, uh, do you have anybody that follows you? If, if you're a parent and you've got kids, do they follow you? Sometimes they follow you around all day long saying, Mom, 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 Dad, 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 right? But that's, that's not what we're talking about here. It's they observe, they watch what you're doing, and they repeat it. Yeah. You probably have lots more people around you that you don't even realize that are following what you're doing. They do, and it happens. And until they come out and say, oh man, that was so awesome that that I learned this from you and it's helped me so much, until they actually tell you that, you may not even realize that you've got people watching and following. But you have people following you. The important thing is, to be a leader, it doesn't take a lot. A lot of people think that they have to have all this success it's about having the vision first and then staying a couple of steps ahead of the people that are following you. As yeah. long as you're out in, in front, you are actually leading them somewhere. Hopefully Where that is, that's up to you. <laughs> oh, man. Where that is, though, that's up to you. Don't do a cliff. Ryan's giving bad advice there. Yes. Well, don't worry. There's, <laughs> there's been plenty of that on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, just just focus on your own growth. And uh, when I look for a leader that I want to follow or a mentor that that I want to work with, I make sure that they have a mentor. 
because that means they're continuing to grow. Okay, cool. Um, another one I would say is uh, to challenge the status quo. Now, uh, this is something that, you know, particularly it's common in large organizations, more larger companies. If you come into to a bigger company or one that's been established for a long time, they kind of get stuck in their way. And, um, and so that's a good example of following the status quo. Other companies have a culture where that's it's the exact opposite. It's all about challenging the status quo, all about thinking outside the box, right? Um, and one of the, you know, a good example of that would be uh, of not, you know, of not doing that is large organizations. Typically, the organizational structure is fairly siloed, where you have, you know, you have uh, you know sales and marketing and R and D and uh you know accounting and engineering and i mean whatever it depends on obviously the company that you have but you have all of the different uh, organizations that kind of live in their own little bubble obviously there's a certain level of collaboration between one department to the other but for the most part everyone is very very siloed it's just we are here we're doing our thing and you're focused on your objectives your you know your purpose above and beyond everyone else and you don't like really think about the other departments and hey if they can't interface with us that's their problem they can figure it out so that siloed approach um which i've you know i've seen a lot is not very conducive not only to 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 growth and to you know kind of uh, harmony between obviously different areas it, it it doesn't work well when it comes to leadership you're trying to get everybody to play on the same playing field it can be quite a challenge and so, um, you know, coming in, whether, whether it's a status quo that somebody else created or it's one that you created yourself saying, is this really the best way to do things? And, yeah. and doing that, not constantly, but often will, will be beneficial, not only for your results, but also for, you know, everything else as far as enrolling your team and cause things aren't going to get stale. They'll realize, oh, okay, we're constantly trying to innovate. Uh, you know, maybe what we tried last week isn't right, so we're going to try something else. You're continuing to ask the questions. Um, you're constantly updating expectations. Like these all tie together. They all they all yep. go hand in hand. Yeah, and and uh, kind of on that siloed approach. You know, I've even seen t- companies with uh, maybe a little more toxic mindset around silos, okay. where it's like you don't do this thing like period like they they treat it more like a fiefdom they're trying to like build their own kingdom within the company and it's it's ridiculous like the the fact that they're throwing away ideas doesn't matter good bad or otherwise like the idea is to collect as many ideas as possible and so this is this is kind of the the uh getting out of that toxic mindset is we want to encourage out-of-the-box thinking. You mentioned that, Ryan, but I think we should touch on it a little more because if the culture is against out-of-the-box thinking and sharing ideas, that is stunting growth, if not detracting from the organization. Where if you have a a situation where with your team, as the leader, you're encouraging out-of-the-box thinking, encouraging new ideas, it, it allows 
for like this massive brain dump of ideas and then you can filter out and decide which ones you're going to actually take on and which ones you're not because it's just not possible to take on everything so you have to decide on a focus what things do you think are going to cause the biggest impact to your vision and moving that forward and then tackle those first and so you know it also leads back to that enrollment right if people get to uh, be freely thinking and bring new ideas to the table and actually see them implemented, their ownership and responsibility in those tasks is going to go through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, as you go through that process and you're thinking outside of the box, you're testing, you're tra trying, you're seeing what works. An important thing is, and I'm a big proponent of this, uh, some people are not, is ask for feedback. <laughs> See what other people think. You can take feedback with a grain of salt. Just because somebody gives you feedback doesn't mean you have to implement it to the T. Doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that you agree with it. It doesn't mean that that's the best for, uh, you know, for your objectives at hand. Nonetheless, asking for feedback and that having that culture as a leader of saying, hey, let's look at this, let's assess it. How did we do? How did it work? How can we improve? What was your experience? What was your thoughts? Would you have done it a different way? Um, you know, when you, when you really, really uh, cultivate that type of, uh, I guess, mindset of a we give feedback constantly, it's really beneficial. <laughs> it really helps you uh, not only enroll those on your team to saying, hey, I've got a voice here, right? My opinion matters. My experience matters. My ideas matter instead of just falling on deaf ears, which happens a lot. So, hey, I, I feel valued. I can actually contribute. Um, it really makes a huge difference in asking for that, asking for that feedback. Uh, some people might think, oh, well, that's kind of a sign of weakness. You don't have a certainty. You got to be decisive as a leader. And it's true. You do, you do need to be decisive. You should be decisive. But asking for, for feedback is not a sign of indecisiveness um, at all, whatsoever. It is, I mean, you know what you want, and you also surround yourself with the right people and value their input because they may have an idea that you didn't have. They probably will. Yeah, and, and uh, it's, it's all about letting them know that they're valued. When you're, if you can take a step back and get your ego out of the way and, and realize that you might hear some stuff that you're not going to be happy with necessarily. But the idea is it's about improvement and growth. And it's all about coming down to relationship-based influence. So as those people are feeling valued, as they are feeling invested in what we, we are doing together, right? It's a we mentality instead of a me mentality. Because you are the in the position of influence uh, sometimes you're put there as uh, kind of in a, a, an organizational role a managerial role but if you have that influence you also become the leader there are also instances where somebody's put in as the manager and they have zero influence and somebody else is actually the leader of the team because they carry the influence they have the relationships and they have the vision and can actually carry that team forward. So title doesn't mean jack. It's it's about how do you 
treat your team members? Do you all work together? Is it a we effort, not a me effort? That's the leader of the organization. So really focus on relationships, building up team members, building up their confidence. And and honestly, it's it's really comes down to can you create additional leaders in that same organization? Because as you create leaders, the team becomes stronger and stronger. Yep. Yeah, there's, uh, I believe it's, it's John Maxwell, I think. There's a book, uh, The Five Levels of Leadership. Mm-hmm. I believe it's the name of the book. And uh, a level five leader creates other leaders. So yeah. that is the, the goal to go to. And yeah, everything in business, business is all about relationships. doesn't matter what industry you're in, what you do, it's irrelevant. Business is all about relationships. And that whole expression, it's not business, or no, it's not personal, it's just business. Uh, Bunch of crap. Yeah. Everything is personal. Everything is relationships. That's all business is. So, yeah, it is all, all, all personal. So, well, cool. Hopefully that was, I don't know, do you have any, I, I don't have any, any other comments on the topic? Yeah, I, I don't either. Wisdom? Okay. I, I don't even have episode 1.0 to compare this against. So nope. this is, this is what you get. We've, we've yep. got episode 2.0 and uh, we're biased, but we think it's got a ton of value for you, Yes. but only if you go do something with it. Yep. Yeah. So think about the, you know, the different traits that we've talked about and think about yourself and your personality and what areas of, uh, you know, improvement where you might be able to level up a little bit so that you can be a more effective leader, whether you're, you know, leading a team of one or leading a team of a hundred. It doesn't really doesn't matter. The, um, the principles are equally as important. Yep. So, uh, that's all we've got for you for today. Next week. Ooh, next week. Special episode coming from a special location. Yeah. It's going to look a little bit different. Nice and sunny. Setup. Yes, nice and sunny. And we're going to be talking about how to create a win-win situation for everyone involved. Uh, very interesting discussion. So you want to make sure to, uh, to be there, be there or be square. And, uh, and so once again, championhustle.com is where you can... Uh, find all the links for subscribing and, uh, you know, tell somebody about the show, share it, share it with a fellow entrepreneur, fellow business owner, or somebody who's a entrepreneur wants to get into business, been wanting to, uh, you know, take things to the next level. And they're simply not sure where to get started. Well, we've got now, uh, well, 61 episodes of conversations <laughs> and information that, uh, is very beneficial to help people, uh, have the mindset, the knowledge, relationships, get them pointed in the right direction so they can get things going. Yep. So, uh, yeah, with that, we want to wish you a happy week and success in your endeavors. So have a great week, everybody. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Champion Hustle podcast. For more great content and to join our online community, visit us at championhustle.com.
I hold really still, still, maybe you won't know that I'm here still. You're, oh, you're a human life bobblehead. It's a Chia pet. Ooh, it's a Chia that's... Ryan. <laughs> I want a Chia head of myself. 